Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today, as always. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News, and uh, it is Winston Churchill's birthday today, uh, which we should, uh, of course, celebrate. I'm going to share a uh, quick uh, quote from Winston Churchill, one of his best. Uh, he said, United wishes and goodwill cannot overcome brute facts. Uh, Churchill wrote in his uh, war memoirs, he went on to say, truth is incontrovertible. Panic may resist it. Ignorance may deride it. Malice may distort it. But there it is. Uh, and there's so many things that we simply have to get to the truth. And uh, each of us are responsible for the truth. And we have to make sure that we're letting the truth of science, we're letting the truth of experts, uh, that we're really making sure we're having the right conversations about the right issues. And uh, one of the things that came to my attention over this Thanksgiving weekend, uh, of course, a lot of conversations about the pandemic and coronavirus uh, but something came uh, back into uh, to my purview uh, by way of Doug Wilkes, editor of the Deseret News, uh, as he always does in his Inside the Newsroom uh, column, uh, talks about some of those truths that uh, we have to get to, whether we like it or not. And uh, Doug joins us on the Newsmaker Line right now. Doug, uh, thanks for joining us on a Monday. Hey, it's good to see you, Boyd. Good to be here. <laughs> well, you uh, you really drilled down on something that I think is uh, is so critical that while it is important for us to continue to, to follow the truth and to, to do the right things as it relates uh, to the pandemic, uh, we cannot ignore other crucial conversations. And you brought back one that uh, is so vital and is probably getting a little bit of a short shrift right now, and that's uh, the opioid pandemic. Right. You know, the thing that caught my attention was that Purdue Pharma pleaded guilty on Tuesday to charges that it misled the federal government about sales of its um, painkiller OxyContin. And it was in 1995 that the FDA approved OxyContin. And again, the motivations for this uh, initially were to fight pain. People were suffering from chronic pain. And they thought that this breakthrough drug um, would be able to help people without the risk of addiction. But, of course, it is very addictive, and we've been on this course um, of an opioid epidemic um, for the, more than a decade since yeah. that happened uh, 15 years ago. Yeah. So it's been, it's been difficult. It is, and it's one of those where we, we always have to use that caution that sometimes in our rush to alleviate the suffering of some, uh, we create even more suffering for many. And that was clearly the case, as you mentioned, Doug, and rightly pointed out that the uh, the motives, I think, were good early on in terms of, hey, is there a way for those who suffer from chronic pain uh, to have a, a better option? Uh, but I think in that rush, uh, a lot of the corners get cut, a lot of the messaging uh, gets manipulated, uh, and we end up with this kind of uh, a pandemic. Well, you talk, I mean, you're quoting Winston Churchill talking about facts. 
the facts were really, really difficult between 1999 and 2010. Um, you know, I've got some, I don't know if you can hear the sirens in the background, but <laughs> I hope they're not coming anyway, for you, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> no, me too. Um, but anyway, you know, the number of uh, painkillers uh, through doctor's prescriptions quadrupled, but the number of deaths associated with those drugs also quadrupled. And, you know, to have 450,000 people die between, um, you know, uh, since 1999 to now, it's just, it's just remarkable. We did a very in-depth series a couple of years ago with the Deseret News, and I, and I referenced that because Utah played a role in this. Uh, Utah doctors were um, working with uh, some of the pharmaceutical companies, uh, certainly with um, um, Purdue Pharma, trying to get these drugs to people and whatever good intent um, it did lead to many, many deaths in Utah. And it's just, we just, we can do more than one thing, right? We can fight COVID, but we can also help those who are suffering from this and bring awareness to these painkillers being difficult and not helpful. Yeah. As you mentioned, Doug, uh, the Deseret News has been doing uh, a lot of work on this uh, for many years in terms of uh, battling that, creating awareness around that, uh, and it is vital, uh, especially in the midst of uh, of the current pandemic, uh, to not lose sight of some of these other critical things. What needs to happen next? Uh, obviously, uh, Purdue uh, Pharma coming out pleading guilty. Uh, of course, they did that right before the Thanksgiving holiday to hopefully you know push that out with the trash. Uh, but there there are more conversations that that uh, need to be had. And uh, you've been involved in a lot of these uh, over the years and leading out in the community for these conversations. What needs to happen next? Well, one thing that always helps is is helping and getting to know people who are suffering addiction. Sometimes that's a family member. Sometimes that's a friend. And you start from a non-judgmental place, right? Uh, sometimes people say, well, they're not worth help because they created this problem for themselves. Well, we're better people than that. We want to help people. And just by bringing forth awareness, letting people understand, you know, and it's not just OxyContin, um, fentanyl and the dark web that produced a lot of uh, issues in Utah with people getting fentanyl or, um, or fentanyl laced with some other drug. All these things people have to be aware of. 17 states have experienced declines in prescription opioid and void death rates um, during the past little while. And that was because of awareness and because of getting the word out. So my goal in writing the column was to simply say, hey, let's not forget about this. We can still do better with this. Uh, that's uh, that's such a key. And uh, like I said, it takes a lot of those uh, crucial conversations, a lot of those tough conversations, whether that's with a family member uh, or whether it's as a community uh, or whether it's with the legislature in terms of how these things uh, get rolled out and uh, move forward. Uh, there's still uh, many important conversations yet to be had. And, uh, Doug, just before I let you go, um, as you mentioned, there has been some improvement over the last couple of years in a number of these states, especially in places that were really hardest hit, Ohio, West Virginia, some of those places. Uh, what else needs to happen um, as we try to curb that? And uh, and how do we make sure that we, uh, we don't have a repeat of this movie with uh, whatever the next wonder drug is uh, coming out of Big Pharma? Um, I think there needs to be controls over the pharmaceutical industry. Um, I don't pretend to go deep enough to know what those controls should be, but certainly in testing, um, there needs to be transparency in the process. People are suffering pain, right? There's a reason OxyContin was heralded, because it, it did help people battle pain. The mistake was it was not a good solution for chronic pain because of the addictive nature of it. 
Um, and there's a lot of research on this. So I think you build off of the good that you've done in terms of fighting pain and then have enough checks and balances so that um, we're not so quick to prescribe the newest uh, drug, the newest thing. So that's an ongoing process, and uh, hopefully we have learned from this and can move forward. Yeah, wonderful. It's a great piece. You can see that on uh, Deseret.com. Doug Wilkes, editor of the Deseret News, always appreciate your insight from inside the newsroom and especially relating to this other big crisis we got to make sure we keep our eye on even while we deal with uh, COVID-19 and uh, this pandemic. Doug, thanks for joining us today. Great. Thanks, Boyd. Good to talk to you. All right. Uh, we'll step aside for commercial break. When we come back, final segment, and we're going to talk about lockdowns, shutdowns, words that resound, words of the year, and uh, much more. Stay with us here on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.